It's down in the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After dark NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Welcome to Down in the Den. It's your boy Mars, and today is a very special episode with me. I have one of the OGs to the Mars Media Empire. You've seen him on Down in the Den After Dark. You've seen him on episodes of Pot with Petty Aaron right now on YouTube. Episodes one through four are up. Go watch those motherfuckers right now. My homie, my brother, my real life brother, not no entertainment brother, my real life brother. I'm talking decades. <laughs> In decades, my man John King Petty Leggett, my brother. How you doing today? Doing good. How about yourself? And you know it, man. Another day in paradise. Salute, man. I'm proud of the progress yeah. of the Appreciate show. Appreciate it, bro. Yes, sir. So my man is here today. We're going to be talking about his new show. We're going to be talking about Ill Vision Entertainment, his new production company. We're going to be talking about some other shows that he's going to be working on. And then we're just going to kick the shit. We're going to be talking about some local, uh, well, not local, but some national events. So he's going to kind of co-host this episode of Down in the Den with me. And we're going to make this official. You see my man rolling up. What you rolling on, brother? Uh, Gelato 41. Gelato, <laughs> Gelato 41. And I got me some... My uh, age. <laughs> facts, facts. Mine too, mine too. Uh, and I got me some birthday cake rolled up already in a pre-roll. So we're going to have a pot with Petty collabo, the official down in the den pot with Petty collabo. And we're going to have a blast. So, man, tell us the origin story. We know it's a, uh, a tradition here on the den. If y'all have watched our episodes, you know, we always have a origin story. So, man, tell me how you fell in love. Cause one thing that uh, King Petty and I, you, you guys may think we're uh, Snoop and Willie Nelson, we were kind of late to the game, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like uh, We didn't start smoking until like in our 20s. Like, well, for me, 30. But uh, yeah. for John, it's early 20s. When I say we were clean all through high school, all through college, we didn't do any of that stuff. I can salute. We, we No drugs, no nothing. Uh, not that well, I- we had alcohol, but we did have alcohol. Everybody, my my dad gave me beers. That was that was nothing. But um, shit, and we took mom's wine coolers, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like we was out there having rages. It's not like we were an episode of uh, what's that show? Euphoria. Kids on Euphoria going hardcore cocaine in the middle of a park. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not with that. (laughs) The only powder I like is on my donuts, baby. (laughs) For real. But uh, yeah, man. So, so tell us the origin stories of how you first start your your first experience with the with this cannabis, if you will, and tell us how you came up with the idea for your podcast. Okay, so the origin uh, for me, I started smoking weed when I there. Uh, actually, it was the first day I got off the Greyhound from VA to Cali. When I got off the Greyhound in Cali, my my cousin was there and was like, hey, uh, y'all, you smoke. So me, I had never smoked. <laughs> so I lied. And uh, yeah, I went with my cousin 
and uh, went to the park with her. It was me, my brother, and I think it was two other females that uh, my cousin knew. And we went to the park and just literally, I think it blew like three or four blunts, maybe four or five, I think. And uh, ever since then, I was smoking. Like, I'd never told moms. Like, she probably kind of had a feeling to it. Uh, because my cousin stayed next door to us and he always was smoking. So like, and I was always over there. So I think she kind of had a clue, but I don't think she, she don't, she didn't really find out until ooh, maybe like late twenties. But yeah, like I've been, ever since I had that first blunt with my cousin, shout out to her, man, I've been, I've been stuck on it. It's been uh, in the first, and I remember the first friend, it was, it was called LG light green, uh, AKA cat piss. But it didn't, it didn't smell like no cat piss. It just smelled hella dank. Like to the point where like you feel like you got to do your shirt line through three days later after smoking. So, yeah, I fell in love with it right then. After that, it was cookies after that. I didn't want nothing else but weed. Like, shoot, like like, like E-40 said, uh, Mary Jane is, is my best friend. Next to, next to Mars, Mary Jane was my, was my best friend. <laughs> For real. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, man. And- it's got to meet you some shit. Yeah, it's and it's for me. It's funny because you know any guys who have seen any of you guys who have seen the show, you know we're we're eighties babies. Uh, you know, born in the in the eighties and raised in the nineties. So you know we're, we're 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 not new to this. We're true to this. Uh, but the same with me. I didn't smoke throughout high school, throughout college. Never touched the stuff. Had opportunities. My own brother, God rest the dead. My own brother would offer me, and I'd be like, No, I don't do that. Nancy Reagan's propaganda worked good on me. I was like, just say no. <laughs> I thought if you smoke, you were going to be a loser. And and just, I was real, I was real uh, young Carlton with it. And then uh, at the ripe age of 30, my ex-wife, um, her, her uh, my former mother-in-law, uh, she was sick. We had got some uh, bad news as far as our health uh, was concerned. And my ex was like, look, I know you're a goody two shoes. She used to call me Black mm-hmm. Captain America. She was like, I know you don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't do anything. She was like, but I got bad news about my mom and we're going to smoke this shit tonight. And I was like, all right, whatever. And when I tell you, brother, just like you, I lit that shit and it was like, doom, 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 doom. Start seeing all them colors and shit. Oh, you start, man. you start feeling hella good. Oh my god, yeah. And you know, it, it made me change my perspective on a lot of things. That's when I uh, started growing out the beard and became Marlon Beardo, the bearded weirdo. Because I went from your your young Carlton, I would have the boat shoes on and the and the Tommy Hilfiger shorts and the you know clean cut and the low Caesar mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, she introduced me to some, to some things, and you know, shout out to you. We're not together anymore, but that's still the homie. But yeah. um, and then when I came out there, it was a whole different thing. <laughs> I, you came back to VA, and and you know, she was like, "Yeah, he's smoking now." And 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 John, you smoked me out. You were the first person to smoke me out. Where mm-hmm. I, I I I I thought I might this might not be the lifestyle for me. I was. <laughs> I was so messed up. It felt like three days it went by. And when I looked at my watch, it was like six minutes. I was like, what the yeah. What the yeah. hell? And the thing about it, I did that to everybody out there when I went back home. I did I did that. Only person I didn't get that, I didn't get high uh, with, with uh, B. Alvin. But, well, no. I got Alvin off contact. 
but uh, I got AJ super high, like he had never smoked before. Like, so I got AJ super high. It stopped his sleep apnea, and it does that. So <laughs> it stopped his sleep apnea, so he just snored like an alligator. And, it, like, he was a whole new person. Like, it was good, but I don't know if he smokes now, but, yeah, I was the first person he smoked with, and I probably smoked with a lot of people out there for the first time, so. Yeah, and now for me, it's more municipal benefits. I have insomnia, so it helps me with my sleep. If I don't have it, then I'm up four or five in the morning. Um, I have uh, ulcers, so it's very difficult for me to have an appetite sometimes. So if I don't have it, I might not eat for two or three days just because I don't have an appetite. So it helps with that. And then anxiety, you know, May is mental health month. You know, we did a mental health Uh, month episode uh, on uh, last May on Down the Den After Dark. Y'all check that out. It's available on Mars mm-hmm. Entertainment uh, Presents the Den available on YouTube. But, uh, you know, May, Mental Health Month. It's, I, I tell a lot of people before you go to the doctor and get some Lexapro or some Xanax or some prescription Rx that may damage your kidneys or may alter your mood mm-hmm. with, to where you don't recognize yourself or have some horrible side effects, try a little of this. <laughs> try a little of this, you know, and and I can probably do it because it's legal now in my state. Shout out to VA. Um, but a yeah, it's a keeper. It's it's a keeper, man. It's not even a drug, and and the fact that they still federally consider it so it's just ridiculous, especially when yeah. they say for health purposes or that that's the reasoning it's bad for health but you can get sugar you can get alcohol you can get cigarettes you can get pornography you can get all these things that definitely have terrible side effects and something that actually helps people with people with cancer people with um shoot i even got my mom some weed butter and had her black Mm. uh shot out Justine had her black. <laughs> you know, my mom's too, so yeah. yeah. It, it works. Glaucoma, all that shit. It, it works. Yeah. HIV, uh, I got Parkinson's. It works for me, so you know, it stops the shaking a little bit. You know, it keeps me going, but you know, shoot, I'm fine off of it. I haven't taken a pill in years, so. Yeah, it's, it, it's good stuff. So, we're going to get into, you know, we talked about the origin story. Tell us a little bit we're going to light up. We're going to do our little collaboration. Cheers, my brother, Lahaim. Okay, so the, 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 the literally the synopsis of the, st- of the show came from actually you because you were like telling me, you know, you should, since you smoke a lot of weed, <laughs> you know, you might as well do a podcast. And I was like, at first, for a while, I was like, yeah, I don't know, because I'm not really a social dude. Uh, I'm an introvert, as a lot of people might know. I'm an introvert. I stay in the house. I don't really do shit, play video games and smoke and cook and go to work. And, uh, so, yeah, like I just like when you when you said that, I was like, mm, it hit me. It hit, a, it, it, it hit a note. So I was like, all right, let me do this. Then I started asking my folks around that's around me. And I was like, should I do this? And they was like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. They was like, they were like, bro, you smoke a lot of weed. Like you get, you get new strains. Like me, I go to the dispensary like every two, three days. It's a, it's a known fact. If like I get tired of weed quick, like I, like I just got gelato 41 last night. I'll have a different strain tomorrow. <laughs> like I'll have, I will get a different strain tomorrow. Right. You know what I mean? So 
that's what it came from. Like, and I was like, why not just, you know, inform the people what kind of strains these are, what we got up here in Washington, you know, uh, what, what's, what's, what to get, what don't get, you know? So I just felt like I should just be like a spokesperson for it, for, you know, for just for doing that shit. Like, and I like to smoke and I like to talk to people who, you know, who smoke, you know, or who are interested in trying to smoke. Like, I ain't going to tell no new booty. Don't, you know, try this weed. Like it's going, it's going to get you higher. Like, no, you got to like read the instructions, get the information about it before you even know what you're doing before you even smoke the shit. Like me, I just jumped in heads in. I jumped in like head first, like cannonball. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. it was different, but like, but I was around family. So I know my family's not going to steer me wrong on the shit, you know, but for the people who ain't smoking, who, who ain't smoking and trying to, and want to smoke now, go look it up first and go see what strain you, you going to do because like you might have, there's an indica, you know, that's the couch potato phase. He know Mars know about that. I'd have had him a couch potato phase like twice. <laughs> I mean, so you guys may notice that my eyes are smaller than normal, and I'm not trying to get y'all with the light skin face, but this is about my fourth J and prepared for this episode. I and so I was actually a little late to the studio because I was slumped. That's why I've been here <laughs> looking like a raccoon with a hoodie in my. My GC hoodie on, but continue. <laughs> Shoot, and this is my my probably my fourth backwood of the day. And I well, actually, this is a blunt, but I've usually smoked backwards. So like, like I've had five of them. So each one of them is like a gram or two in each of them. So yeah, I didn't smoke a lot today, but uh, yeah, like I just felt like I should tell everybody, like you know, what's the strains out, you know, indica sativa, like which ones, which which strain is, is good better for you. Like if you got anxiety. You might want to smoke a sativa, you know what I mean? Like, so it gets rid of like that 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 mind fuck, you know what I mean? And then if you if you if you just want your body to relax, get that couch potato indicator, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, they're also hybrids. Uh, it depends on which one's dominant, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I just feel like I should tell people like I've been smoking this. I've been smoking reefer, reefer green grass or whatever you want to call it. I've been smoking. Reefer, it since you just age, you age yourself, man. You, you, I know, I know. You sound like you know, things for real. You got some of that yeah, marijuana. Yeah, like I've been, I've been smoking it since like oh one, I believe. Like, <laughs> I think oh, 2000, 2001. So I mean, yeah, like so, yeah. That's where that's where it came from. Like I just, you know, that that mostly that was your idea, your inspiration. So I was like, all right, I should do this. You know, give it a try, and then I'm gonna eventually try to, you know, step it up a little bit more with this uh, next podcast with this big six with this Domino's inspired joint. So. Tell us a little bit about the, tell us a little bit about the big sits and, and the concept and, and thank you so much for for giving me the uh kudos I, I I love seeing people that are passionate about something and you're perfect for it man you've already kind of got your 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 feet wet in the podcast and doing the yeah. after art which I appreciate you being a uh, always a a tried and, and we got to do more and we got to do more with that too. We so. coming back, man. We getting the crew back together, man. So y'all stay in tune for After Dark. That's never going away. You know, even yeah. if we become monthly specials, we always going to give you that After Dark. We brothers for real. For so real. That. But you got your feet wet there and you know, you 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 already got energy and you have all the uh, necessity. You're in a place where weed is readily available. It's inexpensive. You have all the variety. And you actually know about it because, you know, you mentioned you you are afflicted with Parkinson's and, you know, tell the people because it's not a just the show is not a just about people getting high and and just doing 
loser shit. No, it's it's yeah. about a benefit and really the municipal per, uh, benefit. Yeah. yeah, like for real, like uh, you got to think about like all the, you know, we have so many illnesses in this world and then like all these, you know, doctors are giving people pills and all these other, you know, prescriptions and all this shit and like and not realizing that there's been a plant on this earth for thousands upon thousands of years that just so happens if you smoke it you're gonna feel just fine <laughs> you know what i mean and the only thing it's gonna do is give you the three things that cat williams said many years ago hungry happy and sleepy that's all it's gonna do and you know and when you wake up and then when you get that rest you're gonna wake up fully energized you let your body ain't gonna hurt you're gonna be feeling good you know you feel like a whole new person and I don't know why that's not readily available to everybody. I mean, now it's, it is in certain states, but like just so happens I'm on the West Coast and the whole West Coast is legal, like literally the whole West Coast, including parts of Canada. So why not? Like they just need to like know that like this ain't hurting nobody. I ain't heard nobody overdose off weed. You know what I mean, like nobody's ever overdosed off no marijuana, no matter what kind, no matter what, if it's, if it's weed, dab, edibles or whatever i've never heard nobody overdose all you're going to do is fall asleep wake the fuck back a couple hours later and be fine now i won't i won't recommend driving on it but you know well, you to be able to that's the one thing like alcohol yeah. you will weasel yourself into that car somehow because alcohol mm-hmm. just kind of does all weird things and you know i mentioned i'm not much of a drinker you know i, I really don't drink and uh, i went to a wine festival this past weekend and so we're literally in there and there's probably hundreds of wine manufacturers and you pay your ticket, they give you a little band and get your VIP pass and you go in there and you can just go to, and try wine and all these different things. Right. It really wasn't the thing for me, but it was something I was trying to do for Mother's Day. So um, I'm, I'm there and they're like, oh, this is a dry wine and the, this and that. And I'm like, it's not my thing, but I'm drinking this shit and I'm drinking this shit and I'm drinking this shit and I get to like the fifth booth, but it's only like, they only pouring you like this much, but baby they, shots. it's like baby shots, but they're giving you like five baby shots, which uh-huh. after five, that's like half a glass. You go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> so. and you didn't drink eight glasses of wine in 30 minutes. You don't even realize it. So yeah. I'm drinking this nasty ass wine, and we finally find one that I like. It's like a dessert wine. He's like, "Sir, you're supposed to cook with this." So I'm like, "Well, this shit's the only one that tastes good." So I'm <laughs> <not happy. laughs> I, buy, I buy a bottle of that. We drinking that shit. We walking, and they got food trucks everywhere. They got like t- fried turkey legs. They got funnel cakes. They got you know euros. They got. Uh, Mediterranean food there, so I'm in heaven now because I love food truck food, and I'm, I'm I get me a big ass um kebab, a big Mediterranean kebab. Um, That's why you need to come. To, you need to come to Portland. <laughs> they got a food truck area. Oh yeah, you know I'm, I'm definitely coming out there. That's that's happening, and um, I'm eating the food and everything's good. We get home, and I get home probably like three in the afternoon. I don't know what happened till the next day. <laughs> that, that's what I want to do to you. I woke, up, I woke up Sunday morning and it felt like someone took an axe on the top of my head. I was like, damn, did I get jumped? 
what the fuck? What's going on? What happened? And um, I was just like, oh, yo, that wine, bro, that that wine. And, and I was talking to my mom. She was like, oh, yeah, wine drunk is way worse than liquor drunk because all that sugar and the way it metabolizes gets in your stomach. It ferments and then you get drunk all over again. I yeah. was like, bro, why didn't y'all tell me? Y'all know I'm not a light, you know, I'm not a drinker. I'm a lightweight when it comes to that. Like last time I went to one of BJ parties, you know, that BJ and them be drinking. Man. Um, I didn't take I can't I can't even keep up with BJ on BJ's that. I know bar I it's magnificent. BJ has a shout out to the man that that boy BJ. He has a magnificent bar. And I was over there for New Year's. And when I say the only thing I drank over there was uh wild cherry Pepsi. I didn't drink anything because I was like, bro, I'm them days are over. The only thing I do is and I was like, and I have a I have a prescription for this, by the way. <laughs> Shoot, I haven't I haven't really drank in a while. I mean, like I had like a shot of some uh Tito's maybe about a good couple of days ago, but before that, I had tried out Tito's. The, uh, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, Ugh. yeah. That must be the uh, West yeah, Coast thing. Well, you know, it is. And then I had some uh some BSB brown sugar bourbon and that shit was delicious. Oh my god, bro. That shit it I don't know what to explain. I don't even like bourbon, but that shit had me. I was like, damn, I'm gonna have to go get a bottle like on my next day off. <laughs> like just to just to have it. Cause like a shot of that, it's like brown sugar. Like and I love to taste the brown sugar. But then when you add that little flavor of alcohol and it's not strong. Perfect, bro. Oh my god. I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to get some brown sugar bourbon. Get that uh you should try if you like the brown sugar bourbon, you would like that Tennessee honey jack whiskey. Yeah, oh, I've had that. Um and then uh do do essay, uh do say do do always good with I get that. I get um I get a do say and then I get uh cherry coke and I miss it. I'm gonna do some I got a different mix for you. Ducey and apple juice. I've had that before. I've had that before. Uh, we were in uh, Atlantic City one year, and Alvin was mixing um, Crown Royal and apple juice. Yeah, yeah. Crown but, apple and apple juice, mm-hmm. and they were doing Crown Crown apple and Sprite, and they were yeah. drinking that. And Sprite's a good mix of anything. But yeah. uh, that's little, a cowboy fan thing. Sure. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> But uh, let's 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 get into that that big six, man. Tell me a little bit about that, and and what's that? Uh, you said it's about dominoes, a whole show about yeah. Dominoes. So basically, it's like uh, I got that I got that idea from like how me and my homeboys we'll literally be sitting at the house, and like one of my homeboys, he's an avid domino player. Like if y'all know who I'm talking about, it's Quay. <laughs> this boy's a he's a competitor in dominoes and i don't understand it like i've been playing dominoes for years and but he's just i mean he's young so he's like yeah let's let's get on him now. let's get on and i'm like bro like we trying to watch like the basketball game or will of fortune or something <laughs> like and he want to you know he'll come over and be like let's play dominoes so i figure like we'll just uh literally have like I'll, i'm gonna get like a like a, a camera and some lighting and have like each area of like uh showing the table and like who's gonna put, who's playing the move and whatever and while all that while we shooting the shit about like shit going on in the world or talking shit amongst each other or we're just roasting each other. So it's basically like a free for all podcast or just it just centered around dominance. 
Like, you know, how, you know, how everybody in the South, like the old folks in, in the South or, you know, on the West Coast, we just be at the domino table talking shit. So why not? For those who don't know, domino is also bones. That's what we call it here on the East Coast, down in the South. VA, we call it bones. My grandfather, big bones player. Um, I used to play it with him when I was real little. Then he got all those damn cats, and I'm allergic to cats, so I had to stop going. <laughs> I was turning to like Will Smith and Hitch blowing up, like damn Gramps, you had like sixty seven cats. But um, yeah, I had like four. That, yeah, I can't do that shit. Um, but that's dope. That's dope. So I love that, man. So, so let's get into it, man. We go talk about some shit that. That uh, is going on right now. Very topical, man. I want to get your opinions. We're going to chat it up, man. So first things first, let's get into uh, what you want to talk about first. The talk of the, of the, of the month, K-Dot. <laughs> man, K-Dot. Oh, man. So the, the heartbeat number five, is that what it's called? The heart? Yeah, yeah. Man, phenomenal, phenomenal K-Dot. I think Joe Budden said it best, man. He said everybody was talking about J. Cole, Drake, who's number one, who's number two. But there was a boogeyman. There was a boogeyman, a stone-cold killer, assassin that was waiting, waiting for the moment. And, you know, it's funny because I've been watching the, the black Twitter, and it's been kind of split. It's not uh-huh. been 100% people saying this is the genius that I thought it would be. There's a lot of people that have been spoiled by the lack of true talent and creativity in hip hop. They don't know. They don't know what they, they're just their whole generation that never heard K dot. Cause what was his last album? Damn. Six years ago. Something like that. Four, four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, if you 16 now, you won't listen in the K dot at 12. You don't know who this dude You're is. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. They're not going to get it. But to me, uh, who I, I could say a true hip hop historian, and I would say you would 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 be as well. To me, I thought it was phenomenal. I thought it was the most phenomenal work I've seen in a minute. Um, you know, besides J Cole, of course, besides the Russell out there, um, it hasn't been too many people in the hip hop field that have really inspired me. But uh, yo, that was incredible, man. What do you what did you think about it? That is probably the dopest video I saw uh, in maybe two years. It was, and then, and then just the wordplay, like everything. The one thing I like about K Dot is everything's a story. Or if it's not a story, is he's he's just like basically just barring you up, getting, like sizing you up, getting ready to show you like I'm coming. <laughs> like and it, you know, and then when he comes, it's just like, well. Oh, we're gonna be hearing this for about the whole the whole summer. Like this is the first time. If y'all real, if nobody actually realized it, this is the first time he came out before the summer since I think uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, so we've always we got damn in September of uh, four years ago. So to get an uh, album from Kendrick in the summertime, this is gonna be the talk of the summer. This is literally gonna be talk of the summer. Yeah. Like, and it might be a double CD. So. Oh. What about Who that knows? last verse from Nipsey's perspective, man? That shit almost brought me to tears, man. I ain't even gonna hold you. I that Kobe part, that Kobe part had me. Yeah, you know that Kobe part. You know, you know how I roll with Kobe, man. That's that's my guy. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, but it was phenomenal. KDOT, welcome back. I remember 2013, I saw Kendrick Lamar at the uh, in Delaware at the um, Firefly Festival. Red Hot mm. Chili Peppers were the headliners. Um, Tom Joyner, not Tom Joyner, uh, Tom, uh, uh, Tom Petty. Tom right. Petty and the Heartbreakers were there. And KDOT, he was on a little stage real tiny stage. I mean, he was just walking amongst the people. Nobody really recognized who he was, but good kid Mad City was out. And I love the album. And I remember me and uh, Tony, we were walking, and I was like, yo, that's Kendrick Lamar. And she was like, where? And I was like, just sitting right there. Like, he's Uh he's at a booth signing shit, but won't nobody in line to see him. And so I was like, yo, man, I should go get something signed, but I ain't want to seem like a groupie. So I was like, nah, I ain't going to do that. So I kept it moving. And then, sure enough, we were like, oh, he's about to perform, so let's go. And he started performing, and it wasn't a lot of people out there. I mean, we were able to walk right up to the front, and I could see him. He was no further away than this camera is from my face. And I'm looking up, and he he started – I can't even remember the song he did. Um, Damn, that's what happens when – that's the one thing about cannabis that, you know, while we're doing this collaboration, one side effect, short term memory <laughs> may get slapped the hell up. Me, <laughs> uh, that is what about satire. And it's crazy because I have a photographic memory. I can remember, mm. John will tell you, I can remember conversations verbatim that we've had in 2003. Uh, Shoot, 90, 95. I did. <laughs> when it comes to, what I just said after one of these, I'm like, yeah. yeah, everybody goes, everybody goes numb after that. So, long, yeah. long, long story less long. By the time he was at his third song, I was pressed against the stage because he filled up the whole arena. arena. And I remember there was white kids, black kids, people like me in their thirties, um, white men old men, gay men, everybody. And they were, man, that, you know, they, 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 it, it was... Yeah, he's the king of the West Coast. He's a, he's literally the king of the West Coast. Like, if nobody else can tell me nothing, he's he's literally, like, taking the whole entire... Like, and this is only... How many albums is this? Like, if you consider... Let me see, Section 80? Section 80. Good Kid, man. I think this is his fifth album. Yeah, so... And this it's might be his last... If you count the Black Panther soundtrack. And this might be his last, so. Well, I know it's the, for sure the last under with TDE. I yeah. know the contract ends with TDE then. Um, I don't know if he'll necessarily retire, but at the same time, if he's going to be four years and, you know, he's already in his mid-30s, I'm sure financially he's set. He might just be independent and just, you know, really become an Andre 3000 and have a vault of music that we never hear. Or just drop a guest verse on um, on someone. Also, speaking of West Coast, shout out to my man La Russell, uh, a den mate, been on down in the den feature. Uh, just signed a record deal with Russ, first artist Ooh. on uh, you know D D Diamond. I think it's Diamond. It's Russ's record label. Uh-huh. First. Artist, so that's a big deal. So shout out to the God. I'm um, representing the 
good company uh hoodie he sent me. So Bay Area. Get y'all merch. The Bay Area coming. The Bay Area is coming. I'm both Nobody be thinking about it. Bay Area. Yeah, they got some phenomenal talent out there. So uh shout out. My bad job is a, a Bay Area original, so uh I know I put them on and John John gave him the stamp too. So shout out King. Um but uh so also, it, it, uh, I guess a sadder note for someone, uh, for some people, then some people are pissing on this poor man's grave. But uh, rest in peace to the God, Kevin Samuel. We we had a down in the den after dark expose when this guy first started popping about a year ago. And it's funny because talk about a rise and fall. This guy mm-hmm. really has only been popping since the pandemic. Uh, no, it was twenty twenty. Yeah, it was like twenty twenty. Yeah, nobody had heard of him before then, and and um, we did a review, and we were raw and honest, like we always do on After Dark, right. and we unanim- unanimously, all four of the panel, myself, uh, the petty one, that that boy BJ, and the short man, we all agreed that he was a clown. You know. We thought that he was clearly you talking down to black women in order to get likes and comments. And one thing right. that we don't believe in is, you know, we got jokes. We roast everyone. And, you know, but at the same time, we're not going to degrade our people for profit. That's that's some clown right. shit. That's not something we do. And it, it felt like he purposely was as rude and as crude. Now, some of the people were calling with some dumbass questions, you know. <laughs> I'm not going to say he was the one. Girl with the, EBT. the girl with the EBT. I mean, there was a lot of them. I remember it was one girl who was like, tell me, he would always ask them to rate themselves, which, please, don't ever do that. Don't, don't, don't ever do that. And if someone do ask you to rate yourself, you're a ten. Fuck it. You're a ten. But even if you're a one. Even if you're a one. You can't get to ten without one. You know, sometimes ten ones still equals ten. So mm-hmm. um but uh yeah, we, we we thought he was a clown, but it's kind of sad, man. They said the man died pretty much broke. Uh no wife, no no kids, no legacy. Uh cardiac arrest. Subletting an apartment with a, a weird nurse, and and it's sad for a man you know who preach high value, high value, to seemingly go out as mid as as possible. So I mean, what 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 do you feel about that whole scenario, and and what what the press and and the women? I still you know I don't believe in disrespecting the dead, so I still don't like that so many. Uh, people, women in general are like, you know, ha ha ha. But you know, what do you think? You know, if you if you live that negative energy when you die, you can't expect. He got his karma. Yeah, I mean that's all I can say on that because I mean, like, remember, remember we was talking about that in the past, and we were, I was like, he's gonna get his karma just because I was like, you can't just be talking bad on women. And not expect the consequences of your actions or whatever you're doing. Whatever, whatever is done in the dark will come to light. So, 
all that shit. They found out that it was like, yeah, 32 year old nurse. Uh, like it was just two women at the same time. Like, yeah, he wasn't doing high value shit. <laughs> he no, was doing no. extra high value. Or or Christian, because he would always preach that Christian. That's the hypocritical stuff that I hate. Remember, he was everything was Christian based, and and you know, if you're a Christian woman, and, and he had just recently said something about if you're over thirty five and unmarried, then you're a leftover, which had made went viral, and now the ultimate viral is jokes on you, man. You know, at least he'll be buried in a dope suit. Man, man, <laughs> that's, 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 man, that's, man that's, had dope suits, man. I give him that. Yeah, but, but were they leased? Yeah, it, they might take them back. Yeah, that means. Yeah, I, I heard he used to be at the Galleria in Atlanta trying to like sell cologne and stuff to people. So wow, yeah, man. I heard he kind of he 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 made this whole persona up, and you know. And I could kind of tell because I could see the studio that he was shooting at. I was like, yo, his studio ain't no better than mine, bro. The studio, he, he would just be like in this dark room with some candles and some cologne. Like in a closet. In a, in, a closet. Bed, in, a, in a closet underneath the, underneath the stairs. Like, yeah, where I was just like, this man like in a cutout, man. What's going on? Y'all don't notice this? This is not a Joe Rogan-style quality studio. This don't look like Jesus and Mero. This man... Is uh, it's not on stage. This man is literally on his phone, like, mm-hmm. perpetrating. Uh, perpetrating. Mm. You know, you put a suit on, and 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 I think my man had a toupee. I because that it was a little too Steve Harvey-ish for me. His hair looked that line was too straight. That line was too straight. Straight, like it was glued on. And mm-hmm. he always, to me, you know, I I always thought that he may have played for multiple teams, if you know what I mean. That's the vibe that I had always got. But, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's why I was like, it's funny that he's judging women and I don't think he's into them. But uh, mm. anyway, I don't want to be disrespectful. That's not, we're all peace and love here. But, uh, you know, rest in peace, dog. I hope, you know, next time around, uh, if, if you reincarnate it, you come back with a little more humility and, you know, have a have value sometimes. So, uh, what what else is going on, man? K dot drop. Uh, Kevin Samuel passed away, but uh, we we also have some news. It's all over Black Twitter, man. Young Thug Gunna, man. Jesus Christ. R I C O. Oh hell no! You about to go? That's you gonna be pushing P in the in the in the jail. <laughs> You know, we pushing P in the jail. Man, I, like I, I heard had heard, heard rumors young thugs was about that life. Don't let the wedding dress fool you. And apparently oh, everybody knew he was about that life. Everybody knew he was about that life. I mean, it's just that he would just plan it off. You gotta do sometimes you gotta do publicity stunts. I'm not never me, but I mean sometimes some motherfuckers would do publicity stunts. I mean, shoot. To get the to get the heat off of you. I guess that was his ploy. Now I'm I'm familiar with Young Thug. You know he's uh, at this point well respected in the music industry. Um, a lot of people call him one of the most innovative artists, besides uh, influential artists, besides probably Lil Wayne in the last Lil Wayne, him, Future, 
probably three of the most influential artists of the last 20 years or so. Um, I've never been a huge fan of Young Thug. Um, he has had some songs that I have liked um, that uh, I think he had a collaborative album with Chris Brown recently, right? Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, that yeah. was really good. I like that. Um, but I'm, I remember when I very first heard him, I think it was with Rich Homie Quan, that lifestyle. Lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I first heard it, I was like, what the fuck is this? Because I couldn't understand <laughs> the word. It was just like, lifestyle. And I was like, what? What are these niggas drunk? I was like, what? What what what's going on here? I I, I I think Chad, matter of fact, my cousin Chad, shout out to my cousin Chad. He was the first one. He was like, yo, this is what's this is hot, man. Let me get the let me get the arts chord. And I gave him the arts chord and he put that uh song on and I was like, man, and matter of fact, we was doing a man trip, we're going to Atlantic City. It was the second annual STP trip. And guys, we gotta get together. We gotta make this thing happen again. We, yeah, get for real. we gotta we gotta do it. But uh, yeah, because we push at forty five soon, <laughs> three in like three years. We are not. We're not in forty one. <laughs> forty two soon. Put that on me. Nah, I'm forty. It's the first quarter of the year. I'm good. Don't <laughs> <laughs> keep it. But um, we we had it, and I had made this mixtape, and we all ninety eighties, eight born in the eighties, raised in the nineties. So we love that nineties, early two thousand hip hop. So I made the playlist. I'm killing them. I got ads. I got I got it by label. So I got a Rough Rider mm-hmm. section. I got a Bad Boy section. I got a Death Row section. I got a Murder Inc. section. I'm killing this playlist. We in the car. They like, yo, Chad's in there like this. Chad, seven years younger. So at the time, he's still in the early 20s. He in the back seat, like, yo, this old music is whack. Y'all got this old shit. I can't, y'all killing me. I was like, all right, young head, you know, you think you could do better? I gave him the Ox chord, he plug it in, and that's the song Young Thug, Rich Homie Quan, Lifestyle. And they all looked at him. That song was like, yo, snatch the Ox chord away. Give that shit back to Sean. He was like, y'all don't know. This dude up next, and he was right. He ended up being iconic. Yeah, sadly. I mean, shoot, I didn't start liking him until maybe about a good four years ago because my ex at the time, before I moved out here, she was into him. And I was like, what? what? I was like, why are you? And she was like, yeah, she was like, just listen to it. And I heard that song with him and T.I. called Peanut Butter Jelly. And, yeah, after that, I was hooked. It was, and it was, a, it was a horrible song, but the beat was catchy, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is dope. And then everybody I knew, I met, like, over time, was like, yeah, you heard that new Young Thug? And I'm like, nah, like, I'm still stuck on Wayne. <laughs> like, nah, but, yeah, I mean, he's dope, but I don't know. I just, who the shit they into now, like. They just came out of nowhere, though. You got to think about it. They came out of nowhere. Like, nobody heard about Young Thug until damn near Birdman signed him. Like, and that was, like, 2015, 2016? Uh, so, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I didn't really know about him. Like, I just thought he was, like, a fake Lil Wayne because he had beef with Wayne. So, and I yeah, for that there, there were accusations of shootings and things of that nature. 
Uh, I remember Lil Wayne bus got shot up and apparently, mm-hmm. you know, there were some accusations. But I was like, man, hip hop is not real like that. But apparently these cats be in these streets. Yeah, because they said they talking about he uh, he ordered a hit, like he uh, okayed a hit uh, uh, on YFN Lucci while he's in prison. And I'm like, and if nobody knows who YFN Lucci is, YFN Lucci, uh, I think he was dating uh, R- Reggie uh, May. Yes, yes. So yeah, he's with Reggie Carter. So, so I'm, yeah, I'm they trying to order right a hit on here. him. I got it up on Fox. I was trying to share, but I'm I'm too high, so I can't remember it. But yeah. Uh, arrested for RICO Act charge in Atlanta. And, you know, Atlanta don't play with the drug charges at all. Um, an 88-page indictment, including 28 other people, filed on Sunday in Fulton County Superior Court. Jeffrey Lamar Williams, who goes by the stage name Yuntha, was charged with participation in criminal street activity and conspiracy <laughs> to violate the racketeer influence and corrupt organizations at RICO, for those who don't know, according to indictment. The indictment outlines specific charges against Williams and his 27 associates. The court document refers to the group as the Young Slime Life YSL Enterprise and stated that members conspired to associate and with others for the common purposes of illegally obtaining money and property through a pattern of racketeering activity and conducting and participating in the enterprise through a pattern of racketeering activity. In other words, they were the mans on them streets. So yeah, murder, sex, money, murder. That's what it was. Like Yeah. So I mean push and pee. <laughs> not looking good because the thing you guys have to realize about Rico, when they come <clears throat> their conviction rate is 95%. That's federal. federal. Where you got to do 75% of your time, maybe 80% of your time, actually. And mm-hmm. they not coming until they got all the evidence they need. And then this other guy, Gunner, you know, I, I feel bad because he was dating one of them, one of the most beautiful women in the world, and I don't know how. Um, uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I hope she's not caught up in this thing. But he he was also affiliated somehow. I don't really know much about him at all. I I can't tell you any of his music per se. He he did he did the song with Chris Brown. Okay. He, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then he got Push and P, and then he got that song, that ski song, that that one with him and Young Phil, they skiing or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's ski. about it. Ski. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I am familiar with that. But, uh, man, I'm wishing the best for them brothers. You know, I'm hoping they can come home. But, uh, you know. It ain't looking too good. It's not looking too good. I hate to see. Of, uh, I haven't seen charges looking this scary since probably T.I. when he had all them guns. <laughs> but, you know. Right, right. I forgot all about that. Yeah. He, he ended up, you know, he ended up being all right. So, you know, but we yeah. know for these charges, you know, I don't know. I, and what do you, we uh, down in the den, obviously, we are a show that we focus on all forms of the entertainment industry, all creatives. Uh, but we have a lot of musicians, and, you know, we have a lot of artists that come through here. And one thing I, I will say, the majority of the artists I've 
worked with, interviewed, collaborated with, whatever. Good, solid earth people. Very humble, very respectful. I've met artists all the way from South Africa to the Bay Area to Oregon, New York, all you want. And um, all of these artists, some of them are very talented. I can call up right now and say, hey, I need a favor. And they would do it because they're all really good people. So it's hard for me to think of these artists, especially one this high up, this one that clearly doesn't need any money from illegal games. Grammy, Grammy uh, nominated, I believe. Yeah, you know, fully respected, uh, popping in the streets, a tastemaker. You know, why why would you risk it? I feel like you're messing up the bag. You're fumbling the bag when you're out in these streets, when you're already popping, you're living a dream. You know, what's your opinion on that? You know, what do you think would make someone that's popping like that still be affiliated with this street life? Great. Great, and, and and they always think you can have one foot in the streets, one foot in the in the entertainment business. You can't. You got You're gonna have to choose. You got to choose, and on the, on the end of it, like you either want to be, you either want to keep elevating, or do you want to be stuck in one place? And most people will continue to elevate. I guess he's stuck in one place. Like he's elevating, but he's still stuck in that street life. Like dude, you can't have both of them. Like it's not. It's either or. You can't. You can't have the street life. Like, I, there's no way. Like, you. You just like saying you signed like a thirty million dollar deal, but you still hanging out in the streets. You still hanging out in the same corner you was when you was when you was like fucking eighteen to twenty years old. Nah. Uh. Uh-uh. No, nah, I can't do it. I'm not standing in the street life. I got got to get out of that shit. Like that shit's not gonna lead to to either dead or in jail. And as you can see, it's led to jail. Led to jail. Uh-huh. It's so many artists, man, that are, that are incarcerated right now. And I'm like, dude, it, if you're creative, if you're an artist, if you're making art, you're making music, you're putting bars together, using metaphors and similes, you're an artist. Be the sensitive artist you are. You don't have to be a thug. You know, you could be whoever you want to be and still make your art and rap about whatever you want to be. Uh, but you don't, you can use that talent and talk about anything. So, I don't know. It's just the street life is, is, it should always be a temporary fix, not something you want to retire in. Because like you said, like my man Petty said, dead or in jail is the two uh, destinations. No one's ever won in that game. So, I mean, nah. I don't know. I don't know. I it, it feels like at the end of the day, you would have better, been better off working at McDonald's and, and, and being free than living high for a couple of years. And now at the end of the day, you in the booty gates. That's not right. anything uh, I want. So please, artists out there, if you're artists, get you a nine to five. At the end of the day, it's better than than, than doing one day in the penitentiary. Because I tell you what, yeah, your, yeah. your boy Mars ain't built for it. They treat me like Beyonce in there. I ain't going. They ain't going to have me up there talking about, uh oh, oh. Uh, uh, uh. I'm good on that. Shoot, I'm happy with the PlayStation and and in the house, being in the house, like going out in the streets. It's hot. Like going out, going out now. You can't go out in these streets no more. Shoot, you're gonna risk getting shot. We the last generation that could go out in the streets and and actually go out and play and do something fun and productive. 
you can't do that shit no more. You're going to get shot. Yeah, man. I, I call it the water hose generation. We would go out, play, drink somebody water hose, not even go in the house. And we ain't know nothing about no Essentia, no bottled water. We just drink from the water hose, kept playing, riding bikes, wrestling, backyard wrestling. Super soakers. Super soakers. Yeah. That was still high school super soakers. But uh, um, yeah, man, I, I love my childhood. I wouldn't trade them for anything. We didn't have to worry about any TikToks, how you look on social media. There was no social media. If you was online when we was growing up, you would say A S L age sex location. And then you'd be like, <laughs> you would be like, I'm 16. I'm from Hampton, <laughs> 757. And girls say I look like Jay-Z. <laughs> and then John, oh my God. John would be like, yeah, girls say I look like Tyson Bitford. And then girls were like, oh, I, you know, and they describe how they look. Nobody had a picture. And then you find you finally meet him, and you'd be like, this bitch lying. <laughs> he looked like refrigerator Perry. Oh, mm. hell no. Nah. <laughs> and if it wasn't that, it was the party line. Like, you just call on the phone. He'd be like, say hello. And you just say hello. And then all of a sudden, you hear that no, that per- that person. It might be a dude. You're like, no, okay, go skip. <laughs> Shoot. Um, I, ain't never, I ain't never did that party line, man. I was My first veil in social media, I think, was MySpace. Nah, Yahoo Messenger, man. Oh yeah, AOL, yeah, AOL Messenger actually, AOL Messenger yeah. first. Um, but I didn't meet anybody from AOL Messenger. My boy Ryan did. He met his wife there. Whoops. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, oh my god, I never met anybody because I, you know, I actually was able to pull girls in school. So I, 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 I got girls in person. But uh, then yeah. What? The only one that could do that of 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 us, well, other than BJ. Oh, like BJ. You would, well, like, actually, it was only me. Actually, it was the only one that can I couldn't do it too. Yeah, it was. It was only me because Drew was doing it too. Yeah, but it, the girls like you. You was just shy, man. John, just, John, just be like, hey, call me at the crib. <laughs> call me at the crib. I was. I, I was <laughs> I would just be like, hey, girl, come in. You know, let me talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, plus, I had a car. You know, back then, if you had a car, that was half the battle right there. You go. You would go. Like, oh, yeah. We go, where, where, where can we go? Virginia Beach? Go to the bowling alley? Coliseum Mall. <laughs> I always had to get, I was like, let's go. You know? Oh, yeah. As soon as I got my driver's license, I never hit that bus again. Ever again. <laughs> I was like, Man, I said the bus. Well, like Rosa Parks, hell no. Nah. <laughs> oh my god! But what's, what else is going on? Let me see. What else is happening? Uh, oh, I don't know what else. King died. We talked about Kevin Samuels. We talked about Young Thug and Gunner going to the big house potentially. Um, oh, oh, and, and then for for our us for who are we are old hip hop heads we that remember. Some artist that's not around anymore that we Jewel just passed from Death Row. The girl that used to sing Let's Play House, not Let's Play House, but she was in some of the songs with uh Nate Dogg and Snoop Dogg back in the day. She was a sing, she was the, the backup singer for, De- for Death Row back in the day. So she just passed. Uh, the only background singer I remember is Michelle A. She wasn't a background singer, but that's the only, yeah. Queen. No, there was Jewel too. Jewel, she sang on uh, what was it? Let's Play House. She was on that too. 
She was on there with Michelle. Uh, and then she sang on, I think she sang, it, it was on some song on, on Snoop's album and a couple songs on, on uh, The Chronic. So she's got like artist credits. She's probably what, late 40s, early 50s? Her, who, uh, Joelle? She was, in yeah. a, she was like same age as Snoop. Yeah, so like 50. So that's yeah. young, man. We, unfortunately, we have to start taking better care of ourselves, brothers, you know, particularly, you know, down in Dennis for all people, all colors, uh, but particularly black men, man. I, I could I could attest for myself, you know, uh, my brother, 44 years old, gone. My best, one of my best friend, Ryan, brother, 44 years old, gone, mm-hmm. uh, young age. Um, because we don't take care of ourselves and we've got to start eating right. You know, it, you don't have to have meat every day, even though it's delicious, right. even though we love seasoning, even though we I love, love drinking, we love red meat and we hate going to doctors. We got to start mm-hmm. doing it, man. We, I'm really this year, I'm, I'm focusing on physical health, mental health, uh, getting better, you know, cause it's not too late, but we got to do something. But, uh, yeah, man, rest in peace to Jewels. Uh, I know Jewel. I'm sorry if I said her name wrong. The name sounds familiar, but Death Row, you know, has so many artists. And, you know, so many artists. And, and too people, many. Too many, you know. Um, Shout out to Snoop, because now he owns it. So. Yeah, now he owns it. So hopefully he can bring the imprint back, man. I love seeing that. I always thought they had a dope logo. Obviously, they got some history. Um, hopefully it won't cause any conflict because I, I don't know exactly how it works. Is, is he just on the label? Does he have the masters of the music? No, he owns. So what So what happened is he owns all of Death Row. He owns the masters to everything except the chronic. Okay. Okay. He owns okay. the masters to everything except the chronic. I mean, that makes sense. And that gives him his own albums back. And really, that's what he wanted. And besides, uh, and I don't think he gets Tupac albums. I think yeah, he don't have All Eyes on Me. Yeah, I think that's separate. But I think he gets Machiavelli. Yeah, he's got all that. He just don't have All Eyes on Me. Yeah. So I mean, I, I love it. You know, he had took a, taken that executive position at Death Row, helped uh, get my man Benny Butcher over there. Uh, at Def Jam. At, yeah. I'm sorry, Def Jam did a really uh, good album, the Algorithm. Um, uh, he did that. We didn't do a review on it, but it was a dope album. I liked it. And um, so, yeah, man, I- I'm happy to see some of our icons, you know, that we grew up, our generation, the Snoops, the Diddy's, the Jay-Z, the Dr. Dre's, the, the Ice Cubes, to make it the, the yeah. yeah, I think Ice-T 65 now. And he's still out there doing. Bro, he's in a box of Cheerios. Yeah, man, Ice T be still doing commercials. Hair still jet black. My hair gray, yes. but Ice T, Ice T, twenty four years older than me, and yeah. uh, still got jet black hair, and, and be on the show just acting terrible. Doom uh, doom, like he raped her, and then he just walk off and be like, "What is he talking about, man?" Yeah, that's it. Yeah, shout out to the OG Ice T. Know how to he he made. A lot of money off that persona, man. For real. Hell yeah. I like seeing that, man. Uh, NBA playoffs, man. NBA playoffs getting hot, getting spicy. Um, None of the teams, we did a a show on After Dark, and none of the teams that we predicted 
even got close to the damn playoffs. It's still a mix up. Warriors. You still said the Warriors. You did say the Warriors. <laughs> and the Lakers. Um, you know, I thought the Bulls. And the Nets. We thought we thought we was gonna see war. We thought we was gonna see the Nets versus the Lakers. We thought that was gonna happen. We will at a Cancun, uh, Cancun uh, volleyball match, maybe, but that's about oh, it. Yeah. Uh, Lakers was a mess this year. As a Lakers fan, you guys know if you've been watching the show. If you don't know, I'm a die-hard Lakers fan for as long as I can remember. And uh, this season, even though we had those seasons where we didn't make the playoffs between Kobe and LeBron, this season was the worst I ever remember in my life. Because at the beginning of the year, everybody was like, oh, the Lakers are going to kill it. They're going to kill it. We, they got Melo. They got Rondo. They got Russ. They got They got LeBron. They got... Uh, this person they got, and there were some people who were rightly saying they're too old, they're too slow, they're not going to be able to play defense, Russell Westbrook won't fit, and those people were 100% right. I never really watched Westbrook because he was never on any of my teams. He played in Oklahoma. They was never on TV. He played for the Wizards. I lived next to D.C., and they were never on TV. He played for Houston. I live on the East Coast. They were never on TV. But the Lakers are always on TV, everywhere. And I saw so many of their games, and I was like, yo, yo this dude, I apologize to Kevin Durant. I used to call him a snake for leaving Westbrook alone and having to partner up with Golden State. I understand now. <laughs> and I am not saying I am better than Russell Westbrook. Clearly, I am not. But I am saying that I have a higher basketball IQ than Russell Westbrook. And I have never made as many turnovers as I've seen that man do. And I played a lot of basketball growing up. <clears throat> John can attest. That's all we did growing up was hoop. Five-on-five, four-on-four, three-on-three, two-on-two. Backyard to backyard. Backyard to backyard, school to school, gymnasiums, if we could get into them. That's all we did. And I always played what position, John? Shooting guard or point guard. Shooting guard or point guard. Meaning who was handling the ball up the court? You. (laughs) Hell yeah, it was you. Have you ever seen me make any of those turnovers that Russell Westbrook was doing on a regular? Nah, nah. This this dude had no feeling for the game. You have probably the greatest all-around player, if not uh, the number one player of all time, but definitely the greatest all-around player of all time, LeBron James. Now, I get you. They do not, they did not have a lot of time together. They were injured. But I knew in the preseason, when we went 0 7 in the preseason, I was like, we in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) You knew already. I knew immediately. I was like, we in trouble. And then Anthony Davis is so fragile. If it was me, and I said this, God rest the dead, I love Kobe. He's my favorite Laker of all time. But when late, when Kobe tore his Achilles, if you remember, he didn't have a contract. He, his contract expired. 
Mm-hmm. Lakers could have let him go, but they re-signed him for two years at $25 million a year. So a two-year $50 million contract. So he can you know, play his 18th and uh, or his 19th and 20th year and retire Laker. Yeah. And, and he didn't take a pay cut. He he was the highest played player in the NBA for those years. And he was a shell of his former self. Of course, he had that 60-point game where he took like 40 shots to get it. He wasn't efficient. Mm-hmm. And he would have little flashes. But after he tore his Achilles, he was never the same. And he played very little after that. And that really slowed down the development mm-hmm. of the Lakers. And <clears throat> you see the players that we drafted for the most part are doing good. D'Angelo Russell became an all-star. Julius Randle became an all-star. Brandon Ingram became an all-star. Lonzo healthy is very good. Zubak is really good. Give you 10 points, 10 rebounds. Larry Nance is great. Uh, Jordan Caruso. Alex Caruso is a defensive stalwart. Jordan Clarkson, sixth man of the year. Um, all these players that we drafted, if we had all those players still, the Lakers would be a championship team and we'd be young. But we wanted to keep Kobe. We we let him have his retirement tour, which is, you know, he deserved it. But at the same time, he could also retire in in those two years earlier. And it, and and you know, started uh coaching and doing this stuff earlier. It wouldn't it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been a bad thing for him. You know, he would have huh. maybe you know, got obviously he didn't know what would happen, but he would have had more time at home with his family. It could have been a, a, a good thing. But mm-hmm. I wanted to move on from Kobe. I was like, nobody comes back from a, the only player that's come back from Achilles injury that looked like himself is Kevin Durant. Yeah. That's the only one. Mm-hmm. Not Kobe, not John Wall, not Dominique Wilkins, not Shaquille O'Neal. Not uh, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson have flashes, but uh, Jordan Poole is pretty much the new Clay Thompson in their team. That's Lethal Weapon Three right there. Lethal yeah, Weapon Three. He's a beast. Um, but who do you, you obviously still have Golden State. You picked them at the beginning. Of, well, I don't know. If the oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not faltering with my team. You know, I'm not faltering with them. Uh, I think we got the most complete team. I mean, next to, well, I'd say Phoenix is there, but the most complete team is probably Golden State. Uh, Milwaukee is on the ropes right now. So, never I think Boston going to win, win that series because without Chris Middleton, Boston's defense is too good. It's too adaptive. It's too flexible. They should have won the game that they lost the other day um, mm. where – Tatum only had like 10 points. Um, they played a terrible game and they still only lost by three. But without right. him, the ball just kind of stops with Milwaukee and it's just Greek freak going from baseline to baseline. Winding up or winding up from the from the three point and then going straight in. Yeah. That's all he does. And then they and Boston's defense, they'll just put a wall and then you have to kick it out. No one else is hitting shots. So right. um, I, I don't see uh, I think Boston probably has the best chance besides Golden State, and that would be an, an interesting matchup. Now, you know I hate Boston as a Lakers fan. I really hate Boston, 
And the reason I hate Boston is because we could have drafted Jason Tatum and we drafted Alonzo Ball when we already had D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. Only to trade mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell to get nothing but Brooke Lopez as a renter and then let him go to the Bucks for nothing. And, and got a championship. And and then and he's very good with the Bucks. Like we could have still had him. We got mm-hmm. rid of we got a num- we got nothing for a number two pick, the Lakers. And I keep going on the tangent of the Lakers because, damn it, Jenny Buss, sell me the team. I'll give you two American dollars and three mm-hmm. Jamaican dollars that I got on vacation one time. I will buy the team, but I promise I will get you guys a championship in three years because I can do a better job on 2K than you can running this organization. Dr. Buss did not, you know, with the Lakers, we shouldn't even have to uh, build the draft from the draft. We used to just be able to get all the stars, but people got money now in the NBA. They can play in Milwaukee and get a home in. You can go to the Clippers. Yeah, or go to the Clippers. You know, they're ultimate losers, but. um, The new stadium going to be nice. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I want to be there too, but um, <laughs> it, it's just I don't know. But you got Golden State. I'm gonna say Boston is gonna win. I think Boston is gonna beat the Bucks, and then nobody's gonna be able to challenge them in the East, Miami or Philly. And then I think they're gonna they're gonna be too big. Al Horford, there's no one that can stop him on Golden State. Not Draymond, not there's no one with any size. Is Wiseman coming back at all this year? No. What's wrong? I'm fine with that. I don't know. As long as it's not the Ben Simmons effect, I'm fine with it. Oh, I don't talk about Ben Simmons. That guy's a clown. That guy's a clown. That's a, that guy's a clown. So I got Boston. He's got uh, Golden State. Golden I want State. to tell us in the comments who do you think is going to win this NBA championship. But, brother, it's been a blast. We got to end this episode, man. Thank you for coming on, telling us about uh, Pot with Petty. I want you guys to check it out. It comes out every Saturday at 4.20 p.m., where it's always 4.20. It's dope. He talks about all the strains that are popping. He talks about the THC percentages. He talks about these places. He always has a dope co-host. They smoke, they wrote a joke, they clown. It's really fun. And it's executive produced by yours truly with the good folks at Mars Media on Ill Vision Entertainment. He's also got the Bit Six podcast coming out on Ill Vision Entertainment. The YouTube page is John Leggett, uh, J O N L E G E T T. Look it up. L E G G E T T. Yes. <laughs> We're high. So we'll put it. Uh, yeah. We'll put it there in the link in the bio somewhere. I want y'all to go over to his YouTube. What's your Instagram? Eyes to my soul, 80. It's public. Go follow him. He has a uh-huh. bunch of, you'll see why they call him the petty one. He has a bunch of funny stuff. Um, down in Den after dark. What, what were you saying? I uh, got the poetry thing uh, that I'm still doing. I do that. It's on Facebook. It's a group on my Facebook. It's just a, a poetry group where I just post my poetry and like uh, let people read and see and let, get insight what they think. Let yeah. people know the name of that Facebook uh, group. Uh, Love and Poems. 
So go check out Love and Poems on Facebook group. My man is an excellent poem uh, poet. Uh, so you can get at him um, there. Uh, any other? You got any TikToks? Any Twitters? Any any of that stuff? No. TikTok and Twitter. Uh, I don't be on them. I have them, but I don't be on them. So you know, I think TikTok is just boring as hell to me. Uh, except for uh, that one video where the dude ate the uh, the ribs and the chicken and was like, oh, you made this? And he took, all the, took off his shoes and that was it. That was the funniest TikTok I've ever seen. <laughs> Why well, he was like, oh, yeah, we together now. Let me go. Yeah, that, yeah. I remember that one. Uh, yeah, I, I'm on TikTok as well, but I I, I don't really talk or tick. Those things, I just can't. <laughs> I'm too old for that shit. I'm not doing anything. I'm like, so you want me to just voice over what somebody else just did and just do the same shit over and over again? What's the Damn that. What's the point? I don't know. I don't know. I'm too. I old. think I, I I don't TikTok. I roll and smoke. That's what I do. Like that. I don't TikTok. You know. But uh, yeah. Check out my man. Uh, and then down in the den after dark, we'll be back soon. Um, with a brand new episodes to go out the rest of the year. Down in the Den, uh, of course, uh, episodes weekly. We got a bunch of great back episodes that we want to want to check out for the uh, season one and the first half of season two. You can also check the audio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, and all the podcast places. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can check that out. We also have a uh, new show, uh, the Unnamed Comic Book Podcast. Uh, episode two just dropped today. Uh, with uh, John E. Raps, where we talk about comic book culture, uh, nerd shit, uh, MCU, DC, EU, for all the nerd shit. So we got weed, we got music, we got comic books, we got everything you need. We got dominoes between ill and, and there's closing too, and there's closing. But this is from this this shirt is from I got I got I got to plug in one time. David Nicholson, this is the homeboy. I've known him since I think we were at Jefferson Davis. And he got his own company called Cut From a Different Cloth Closing. So that, and then our old homeboy, Corey Kroon, he's got CG at, C3 Athletics. So we got to go check them out. Yeah, y'all check them out. These are the homies we love supporting black businesses. So uh, C3 Athletics, and what's that line again? Cut From a Different Cloth Closing. Cut From a Different Cloth Closing. Y'all check that out. Uh, dope gear. I love seeing my people shine and, and, and grow it. So many people from our class is, is doing it, man. I love seeing it. And I, I love seeing you doing it as well, brother. You know, you're my true brother. We're going to get up, uh, of course. And as we end every episode of Down the Den the same way, peace, love, unity, and respect. Deuces. <laughs>